1: Welcome back to Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. I'm your host, Lee Phelan, and today we're going to talk about what causes lightning bolts. Nothing strikes fear in the hearts of children like a house-shaking thunderstorm. Lightning flashes, thunder rumbles, and children scream in terror. Since nothing helps dispel fear like understanding, let's take a look at some of the science involved in thunder and lightning. First, I want to thank GoDaddy.com for sponsoring this week's podcast. GoDaddy is the world's largest domain name registrar and web hosting provider with more than 54 million domain names under management. Plans start at just $2.99 per month. So to get started today, go to GoDaddy.com. And for my listeners, you can enter the code HOSTPOD62 to get 20% off your one, two, or three-year hosting plan. That's GoDaddy.com and enter HOSTPOD62 at checkout to get 20% off. While we don't understand everything about Lightning, here are some things we do know. Lightning is like a giant spark of static electricity. Particles of ice smash into one another inside of storm clouds, breaking apart and picking up electrostatic charges. The lighter, positively charged particles gather near the top of the clouds, while negatively charged particles gather near the base. What happens next depends on a lot of complicated factors. One possibility is that once the voltage is high enough, an electrostatic charge occurs between two regions of the same cloud, forming what's called intracloud lightning. Sometimes, the discharge can occur between the positively charged section of one cloud and the negative part of another cloud. This is called intercloud lightning. The kind of lightning most of us are familiar with is called cloud-to-ground lightning, though a more accurate name would be cloud meets the ground halfway lightning, but that isn't anywhere near as catchy. In cloud-to-ground lightning, the electrostatic charge occurs between the cloud and the ground. It's a rather complicated process, but it starts with electrical leaders forking out from the cloud towards the ground in random jagged steps. Once these steps get close enough to the ground, electrical streamers start to extend from objects on the ground back up towards the charge coming from the cloud. Once the leader from the cloud and the streamer from the ground connect, a massive electrical charge flows from the cloud into the ground, producing the bright flash called the return stroke, which we most commonly associate with lightning. The rest of the process is visible as well, but it happens so fast that it's difficult to see. One interesting fact is that while the charges flow from the cloud to the ground in the return stroke, the flow starts at the bottom and sort of drains out. So if you held a container of water up in the air and poked a hole in the bottom, the water would flow out the same way that the electrical charge travels in the return stroke. As the electrical discharge occurs, the air along the lightning's path is heated to extremely high temperatures, around three times the temperature of the sun. This causes the air around the lightning strike to compress suddenly, resulting in large shockwave. The shock wave travels outward from the source, resulting in the sound that we call thunder. Now you've probably heard that you can estimate how many miles away a lightning strike happens by counting the seconds between the lightning and the thunder, and then dividing that by five. The reason that works is because the light and the sound from a lightning strike start out at just about the same time. However, while the flash of lightning hits your eyes almost instantly, the sound of thunder travels only about one-fifth of a mile every second, or one mile in five seconds like to thank GoDaddy.com once again for sponsoring our podcast. GoDaddy.com offers everything you need to make a name for yourself on the web, including domain name registration, website hosting, and more. Get 20% off your one, two, or three-year hosting package at GoDaddy.com with the code HOSTPOD62. So now you know a little of the science behind thunder and lightning. While knowledge is power, keep in mind that there is no safe place out of doors during a thunderstorm. If you hear thunder, get to an enclosed building or vehicle as soon as possible. Lots of other tips for lightning safety can be found on the NOAA's Lightning Safety website. If you like today's episode, you can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash If you have a question you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Lee Phelan, with Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science.